Can I read a quote, Theodis? Absolutely. Okay, so you probably know this one. If you can't fly, then run. Mm. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Grind, hustle, execution. What's up, the Otis? It's Monday morning. Oh, you're on mute, buddy. You got to unmute yourself. Let's see. I love his background. If you guys can't see Theodos on the screen, it's his new, his new posters behind him. Grind, hustle, and execution, it says. I love that, Theodos. Yeah, I thought I'd let you guys into my, uh, this is my, you know, Morpheus area, you know, red pill to blue pill. So <laughs> I love it. Well, it's, uh, it's Monday, Martin Luther King Day. I, I didn't know if we're doing anything special today. If we're, if we're, are, we, are we having a normal huddle? Is this a work day for you guys? Theodos, what, what are we doing this morning? I'm working. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well, but what, what, is, uh, what, is, what is our topic for the morning? Because you had the name of this topic. What is our topic today? Well, you know, it's really, you know, our topic is about, you know, going all in. You know, what does that look like for, you know, everyone on this call? Everyone has their own, you know, uh, version of that. And yep. Something came up for me last week, and I thought you know it would be a great topic just to to share with everyone. Awesome, okay, can, and I think this will actually tie in at some level since it is Martin Luther King Day. I spent this morning, so I don't know those of you guys who are already with us at, at EXP in in a EXP. There, everyone was sharing in the workplace. Everyone was sharing their favorite Martin Luther King quotes this morning. So I was sitting there reading through. There's so many good quotes, and I found one that I I thought was going to tie in for. Uh, at least what we're talking about a little bit this morning. Can I, can I read a quote, Theodos? Absolutely. Okay, so you probably know this one. If you can't fly, then run. Mm. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, and I know the context that quote was delivered in was a very different context. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it though. It, I mean, it resonated with me. Do you, get, you guys, those of you on camera, you guys, you guys know that quote? You like that one, right? Yes. It's a good one. All right. So what happened last week, the artist that uh, made you, and by the way, if you're not on camera this morning, that's okay. If you guys are running around, but good to see those of you with your cameras on Ken, Terry, Nate, Jacqueline, Connie, Whitson, Yuki, Lakeisha. What's going on guys. Good morning, everybody. All right. I see more people turn on their cameras now. I love it. All right. Theodis, what happened last week, man? Well, first I'll just give it some context before I go right into it. Um, But you know, I was just thinking about like, wow, it's, it's already, we're already halfway, more than halfway through January uh, of, two, uh, of 2021. And it made me think about last year, so many people I ran into was like, wow, I just can't wait for this year to, um, year to be over. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Well, 2020 will be behind us and everything will be better. And I'm like, okay. And then we had this new year and the, New Year started off, started out with people storming the Capitol. And I'm like, uh, last time I checked, that sounds like stuff that was happening last year in 2020. And looks like we're in for a season two of the Twilight Zone. 
So, <laughs> right? So yeah. here we are, January season, I mean, season one of um, episode one of season two of the Twilight Zone. And we have food storming the Capitol. And, you know, it uh, just made me realize that I, regardless of what goes on, what, what's going on, that I'm going to make a commitment to uh, go all in. And Jesse, you know, you remind us all the time that, you know, how we do anything is how we do everything. Do you recall saying that, Jesse? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not my quote. I don't know where it comes from originally, but I say it all the time. Right, yep. right. And uh, one of the things that are, that's on my heart for me, I won't even call it a goal. It's just I'm going to call it the standard. Like, I'm going to call it my bottom. This is going to be, this is a part of, you know, where I'm reaching to it. One of the things that I'm working on is becoming an elite triathlete by the time I'm 50. Well, I'll turn 47 in May. So that means I got three years, three years to be elite triathlete. But so, so what does that really mean? And, you know, back to what Jesse says, how we do anything is how we do everything. It's not about being a, a super stud, super athlete. It's about the process. It's about, you know, taking yourself from one, one level to the next and the, the steps that's needed in order to do that. And one of the things I realized when I was had this stuff going on over my head, I'm like, I found out that people who complete only 1% of the world's population completes a, a full Ironman, right? And 1% of that 1% happens to be African-American. So I'm like, cool, I'm like 1% of the 1%, right? And then I took it a step further. I'm like, how many people met their sweetheart in college, interracial relationship, still together 25 years later, and real estate business partners for 15 years. I'm like, oh, this is getting good, right? I'm like, I'm sure that's 1% because... <laughs> People can't even stay married this, these days, much less be in an interracial relationship and business partners, right? So I'm like, wow, look at this. I'm, I'm creating this standard for myself where I'm in the 1% of what's being accomplished. So where am I going with this? You know, like for me, what is being an elite triathlete? Of course, a part of me that means I'm gonna be on the podium, right? One first, second, and third, right? But you know, becoming an elite triathlete also requires me to have a high level of fitness, a high level of de dedication, a, a fierce, focused mindset, uh, a schedule. Because remember, there's a huge load of training. I'm running a business. I'm married, and I have kids. So things have to be in order. And it's really gonna require me to, to do things that most people aren't doing, all right? It's gonna require me to do things that most people aren't doing. So there's gonna be times when I'm sure on my quest to you know, raise my standard that uh, I'm gonna feel alone. Um, I'm gonna feel like people don't understand. And a lot of times the, the reward is so far away, I won't be able to see it. So it's gonna be easy to, easy to, to 
you know, try to back out or, you know, renegotiate the plan. So, and this is a long getting there, you guys. Oh, oh dude, this is, I mean, hey, you get there where you're getting there. I was just nodding my head. Someone just typed in the chat, James at Theodos is wonderful. Did you are like, I'm sitting here making connections in my head. I don't even have to say this out loud, but I'm thinking about my business. I'm thinking about so many other ways this applies, but keep going, dude. This is great. Right, right. And that's the, what I was getting to is like, so for me to become, you know, uh, an elite triathlete, it will require me to wake up early. As some of you guys see my posts, I'm up at 4, 4.30 every morning. Um, cold showers has become a part of that regiment because once again, I'm talking about elite. I'm not talking about good or, or, or average or better than someone else. I'm talking about elite and I'm defining what that means for me. So it's, it's requiring me to, to step it up. It's also requiring me to read my vision and my goals on a daily basis. And one of the reasons that I've, you know, I'm speaking of being a triathlete, but whatever that is for you, the triathlete part just allows me, it's the catalyst for me to access my superpowers. Because I'm one of those people where I can take the best notes, but if I don't have a psychic connection to that information, to those steps, I'm not doing it. I'm just being totally honest with you. You know, like I can Jesse or whatever. I can go see Tony Robbins or any of these people, the high ticket price people you can go see, walk on coals, take all those notes, get fired up. But if I don't have that psychic connection, it, it's just not going to happen. So during my training exercises, you know, a lot of insights to other, other aspects of my life are, are, are unlocked, like business strategies. Um, you know, it raises my spiritual state. Uh, it helps me like make connections to like, ooh, that person is, ooh, I need to trim the weeds with that person and bring this person in. So these are some of the breakthroughs that I have, you know, uh, when, I'm, when I'm exercising. So once again, the elite triathlete, it's not about you know, on the podium, although I would like to be there, you know, I'm going to get me a medal, right? <laughs> um, but the, the effect it's going to have on other aspects of my life. So last week I was running and first of all, I really didn't feel like it. I had to pour me like, I don't feel like it. And then I finally get out there and I'm running and now I'm feeling good. Then in about a mile into it, I'm like, the honest, what in the what was that all about? Like, bro, we talking about being an elite triathlete. Like, what was that debate? What was that negotiation on, about whether or not you was going to run? Like, that's not part of the contract. Like, what was that about? And then I realized that although I made this commitment to myself or this contract to myself, I hadn't the next step, what was missing in that, you know, that agreement was I hadn't removed all my contingencies. Now, if you're in real estate, you understand what contingencies are, right? You can have a contract. You can say, I'm going to buy the house. I'm, I'm all in. But as long as you have that contingency, you can back out. So I took it to the next level for myself, like an integrity. I went integrity with this whole thing that's going on in my head. Because I work with a lot of buyers and I'm just like, oh, whoa, whoa. 
how in the hell are you going to advise someone to remove all your all their contingencies when you're not practicing doing the same thing? Think about that. Like, you know, the buyers, you know, you're working with the buyers. You're like, you know, it's time to remove all your contingencies. Or if they go, Deonis, I'm having second thoughts. Oh, no, no. You removed all your contingencies. That may mean you may run, you run the risk of losing some of all of your deposit. You removed all your contingencies. Right, Jesse? I, I love it. I, you know what's funny? I've heard this discussion of going all in many times. And by the way, I hope you guys have figured out if you don't, haven't seen the ads online, right? Our, our Mondays are Mindset Mondays. This is on purpose. Every Monday, we set up the week talking about mindset. How many of you have heard this discussion before about, you know, burn the boats? Anyone ever heard that story? Mm -hmm. right? Burn the boats. I've, heard, I've never thought in context, the honest, of removing your contingencies. I love it because we are in real estate, right? Right. Right. And I was like, and for me, that's, you know, like I was just saying that, uh, that psychic connection, like when I go integrity with myself, then that's like one of those non-negotiable things. So when I was like, Oh, whoa. So you're, you're, you're the audience, you're advising people to remove your contingencies and you're not doing the same thing. Like, Oh, hell no, that's not cool. Excuse my language. That's just, we, we don't roll like, roll like that. Right. So I just wanted to, you know, part of going all in, we can have a plan, we can read our vision, we can have our goals, and we can do all this stuff that sounds good and fluffy. And, you know, it backs people off of us when they ask you, well, did you do your goals for two, 2021? Oh, yeah, I wrote my goals down. And, you know, you can back people off of that. But if the contingencies aren't removed internally, it's absolutely bull BS. So, so how do you how do you make sure you remove your contingencies? What does that look like in terms of human beings? Like, what does that look like? Well, for me, I'll just say for me, like when I don't remove a contingency, and this is another thing that's make it, that makes it foul for me to like renege. Uh, when I don't remove my contingencies, basically, I'm giving myself permission to fail, right? Because if I have a plan and I know this plan is going to take me to the elite 1% status, but I have a contingency in there that, oh, when it starts to get hard, I don't know if I want to, or I don't feel like it, or, you know, that stuff we, we do when we're having that pity party, like, it, it helps me just keep in my mind that, you know, give myself permission to fail, but also... It's a, a dressed up excuse on not to be accountable. So for me, when I don't remove my contingencies, uh, I'm, what kicks in is I'm giving myself permission to fail and I'm dressing up this sorry ass excuse to not be accountable for what I said I was going to do. I, I, lo I love the, I think James and me must think alike. He just typed in the box. I love that quote, man. It's a dressed up excuse for not being accountable. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so when you start to recognize that, right, what do we do then? Right. When you recognize, is it just the fact that you recognize that? Is that enough to shift it for you? Well, or like, like I said, you know, I'm one of those people that likes to share things as it's evolving. I don't like to be like, have this finished product and then boom. But, you know, I'm just saying, hey, this just came up for me. And it's like, it's 
jumping around in my in my stomach and my throat. I'm like, ooh, this is a perfect topic because I haven't figured that out yet. But I just know that I have connected, you know, I made a psychic connection that I'm I'm going all in. But I think I think that's where it starts. And I don't think you make that psychic connection once. I feel like you make it and then you catch it and you and then you reconfirm and you recommit, right? Like right. is that how it works for you? Absolutely. So if if anyone else is feeling, I mean, is this resonating with any of you guys, those of you on camera, is this connecting with things you're noticing? Yep. Okay. So, so if you guys have things you want to jump in with, I'm curious to hear your experiences, feel free to come off mute or type in the box. I want to know when you, when you, when this shows up for you, what does it look like and what do you do? Is that to me, I think that's step number one is acknowledging it. And you have a form like this to say it publicly, the odd is even better, right? We're better than something like this. Let's see. I see Ken, Ken came off uh, off mute. You got something? Then James has got a question. So go ahead, Ken. Oh, we can't hear you, Ken. You're talking and it's not muted. I'm sorry about that. Um, there you go. Yeah, removing the contingencies is important. And I think uh, uh, I, I actually just took a picture in, of my daily schedule. Uh, I wanted to share that because every day, just like Theodis, you get up every day and you train and you, you do this and take – I do the same thing, but I have a little list where I get to check off every morning six things that I've done. So I get win, 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 win. And then uh, down at the bottom, I have my annual goals uh, with with the benchmarks that I have to hit to get there. And every day I'm, I'm reminded of the goal, right? And every day, every like I, I'm going to buy two more houses this year or four more actually. But today I'm putting one under contract. So every day from here for the rest of the year, I get to check off number one under contract, then number one in rehab, then one, number one back on the market, number one close, and so on and so forth. So I, I think it's really important to have some sort of a system in place to remind yourself daily. Like today, I finally got back on the accountability of 515, man, and I missed it. And yeah. so every day you just get reminded that of what you're doing. That's what dream boards are about too. But, but, but I love that. So, so, you're, so you're looking for daily reminders to get you back on your system. Every day. Yeah, I've been looking at it every day like, God, I got to get back. Got to get back. I I love it. Thanks, Ken. Dude, I totally dig it. Um, And and James was asking, by the way, Theodis, he was saying, what were some of your contingencies? Well, that's the thing. They're they're, they're garbage. I mean, once you say you're going to do something, it should just be all in. But all right, here's an example. Like, all right, I want to be an elite triathlete, um, but... If it's cold on Saturday mornings, uh, I'll wait till Sunday when it's a little warmer, you know, or if it's raining outside, mm, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's things that just happen naturally that can be a contingency. Uh, You know, it's like, I'm in a bad mood. Well, I'm only going to train when I'm feeling like, or here's one, only when I'm motivated, right? I'm going to do it when I'm motivated. That's a contingency to me. And what I've learned, go ahead, Jess. No, I said it's interesting. I keep going. Yeah. So what I've learned is I had to make that, that I had to clarify the difference between being committed and being interested. Am I interested in being an elite triathlete or am I committed to being one? Because when I'm committed, I'm going to GSD, you know, get shit done whether or not motivation is present. And that's the difference between the two. You know, interest is like, oh, it's just fun as long as it sounds good or as long as everyone's cheering me on and liking my stuff. But 
But when it's when you know when it's time for that nitty gritty time, and you don't feel like it, or you had a bad day, or you lost a bunch of deals, or you're not you know uh, getting along with your spouse, or your kids are just getting on your nerves, whatever it is, you know the world is crazy. Like I still got to take action. It's non negotiable not to just to just stop doing it because all these external things are happening. I love it. I love it. I can see people nodding. I see people thinking now. <laughs> you got them going on a Monday morning, Theodis. Yeah, I mean, it's if we really like think about it, um, there's no freaking reason why we're not living, we should be living a, a level 10 life. And I'm putting it out there on the Zoom call because, hey, you know, I'll lead the charge. You know, I have the battle flag. Like, let's go, you guys, because. Last time I checked, we're not guaranteed to grow old. I mean, 2020 just showed us that, right? And so what the hell are we waiting for? Like, what are we getting ready for? For, like, the new president? I mean, not to talk politics, but you know what I mean. It's like you're waiting for the, the crash so you can reinvest in stocks. Like, well, what are we waiting for? You know, so I'll say, you know what? I probably get my get knocked down like and get my ass handed to me many times on this quest to be an elite triathlete. But if I don't make it to the elite stats, I bet you I still end up being pretty damn good in everything that I do. Right, Jess? Uh, absolutely. Well, and here's the thing that I'm I'm listening to as I'm hearing this. There is something. There is some power in the getting knocked down. There is something in the getting beating up, beaten up. If you, as long as you take that mindset, right? Because you can take two ways to it. You can be, you can get beat up, or you can take it and it gets you out of the pa- place of being complacent. It gets you out of the place of being trying to maintain. How, I don't know if we've talked about it on this call. I talked about it on another mastermind the other week. How many of you know the danger in the word maintain? I'm just trying to maintain. I'm just trying to like hold on to what I have. Anyone ever feel like that? That's like the worst place to be in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're ever trying to just maintain, that's what I love when I listen to you, Theodis, because you're always you're always growing, you're always pushing it. So, um, there's no such thing as maintain. There's going forward or there's going backwards. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's just for me, it's like we can't be, you know, it's it's pretty impossible to be elite at everything all at once. But you see, I'm building my checklist, right? You know, I'm already 1% and 1% and 1% in a few two categories. I just add to it. I'm not yeah. trying to do it all at once, but just add to it. Yeah. And that allows it to, you know, it's, it's, it makes it doable in my mind. It makes it like real. It makes it possible. But most importantly, it makes me not superhuman. I just know I have to commit to the daily, the, the daily actions and, there's so many books out there. The Slight Edge is one. Uh, compound Effect. They all have the same concept. You know, simple actions compounded over time to get to wherever the hell you want to go. I love it. And Ken, I just requested access to that document you put in the chat. I can't. Uh, I can put it up on the screen here in a sec. Um, all right. If this is resonating with you guys. Think about what you're going to do in your life. And Theodos, I'll come back to you in a sec to, to kind of pull it together. If you got any you know, final thoughts, but I, I want to give you guys a couple of uh, logistical items for the week. So this morning 
at 9.30 a.m. Pacific. Yep, 9.30 Pacific, 12.30. No, it says 12.30 Pacific. That can't be right. Hold on a sec. Mm-hmm. Zach, are you sure it's 12.30 Pacific? I got 9.30 Pacific. Hold on. Yeah, 9.30 Pacific. 9.30 Pacific, so about an hour from now, 12.30 East Coast time, we have a launch of a, uh, of a new show. So this Agent Power Huddle is brought out by uh, the Agent Collective Media Network. And we're going to start launching some shows, like regular recurring t- type uh, TV shows. This one's called Teach Me Something. And the first episode's got Krista Mayshore and Dan Wood, who are both going to teach something. It's like two-minute little snippets. They got, it's like a game show. They got two minutes to teach our friend Long, who's really knowledgeable about all things real estate. They got two minutes to teach him something new. So you're going to learn something while watching it. It's kind of fun. Put it like a game show. We're doing a launch party. If you guys want to be a part of that, um, we're going to do a live viewing of this uh, show, our first episode, uh, about an hour from now. So it's uh, Zach, if you want to drop the link of where they get details on that into the chat, just want to make sure you guys saw that. We're doing that this morning. It should be fun. And then uh, going on for this week, we got, um, I'm leading Agent Power Huddle tomorrow, going over the friendship formula. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever read the book, The Like Switch? Mm-hmm. Nobody? Wow. This is my favorite thing from the book, The Like Switch. It's called The Friendship Formula. Um, we've got Alicia Collins on Wednesday doing getting to know people, uh, getting people to know you before meeting you. Amy Izzo on Thursdays doing a top three things we are focusing on right now. And Sherry Johnson's coming back on Friday, how to convert more leads into listings and sales. So lots of tactical stuff this week. Um, and we'll be doing our, our action item uh, takeaway, or sorry, action item of the week tomorrow. I'll tell you who our winner was from last week. And that's our logistics. The Otis. How do you want to pull this together? How do you want to wrap up the call for today? Well, you know what, you guys? I can be the one that goes out there and have all this fun on this journey all, all by myself, but it would be a lot. I just would have more fun if you guys were, were with us. You know what I mean? So I want you to, uh, if you're not comfortable with sharing here, just shoot me a message in Facebook saying, this is something that I had a foot, you know, both worlds kind of you know, been teetering a little bit. And just share with me, like, what is something that you, you know, you feel would, if you went all in on, it would enhance whatever. I mean, you don't have, just share something because I, I feed off of it. And I know I'm not the only one that's been vacillating with, you know, I'm in, but I'm not fully committed. I'm all, you know, I do have a few contingencies, you know, still in place. So please share that with me and, um, and share that energy because, Everyone that's on the, on this this call right now, I feel that we have a desire to take it to the next level, or we wouldn't be here on a Monday. So, thanks. That's it. I love it. And guys, I by the way, I have no idea how to tell time. So apparently, the launch party is actually twelve thirty PST. I can't do time zones. Oh, no, hurt- no, sorry, at nine thirty. You're right. You were right. I was wrong. Nine thirty PST. I just talked along. It's today at nine thirty. Oh, okay. Th- yeah. Then we got to update the uh, the Facebook post. All right. So sorry about that. All right, cool. All right, so it's, so it's 9.30. I do know time zones. Yay. All right, so Theodis, not only am I removing my contingencies, and I'm all in with you, bud, but I actually know how to do time zones. So I feel good about, about time zones. All right, cool. Guys, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Oh, great. Ken's got this thing. Before we wrap this up, what, what do you got? Ken, do you want me to show this on the screen? Let's see if I got this here. All right. I love it. Can I share this? Let's see. Screen sharing. Here we I go. think it's so important to just remind yourself every day. It's, it's a life hack, man. If you remind yourself of something every day, it will just happen. And you don't have to put all that bloody effort into it. Just keep it in front of you. It's like a dream board. That's it. Hey, Theodis, we got someone who's on, on, on the journey with us. 
Hey, yeah. yeah. Ken, I love it, dude. This is awesome. This is a good life hack. Is this a notebook you bought or did you make uh, No, this? I uh, I hacked this off of uh, Tristan Almada's and uh, Krista's day timer and I wanted to do my own. So this is, I, I'm happy to give anybody the Word doc and you can make it your own. I so love my it. My daily day timer. It's so good. It's in, and then now you just, you got the list there. I love it. You guys like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Look, I've already done six things today. I feel like I've already had a great day. It's <laughs> not even nine o'clock. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I love it. Guys, post this in the Vagent Powder Facebook group. And uh, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Theodis. is awesome. Everybody, enjoy your day, guys. Bye, everybody. Right. See you later. Good stuff, Theodis. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.